This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, bro And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld Happy Monday. Happy Monday. And happy birthday, Taylor Swift. I just have to start that off, my day off. Why? Because this is not a Taylor Swift podcast, Barry. This is not. Expecting a drop of some sort because of it. Okay. I just Does she usually do that? Well, all that's been going on lately with her album releases, she still has some more coming. So I figured her birthday, why not? I don't know. I'm manifesting. Who knows? Best of luck. Best Thank of luck you with that. So much. I will be busy not paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> How was your what weekend, Dylan? It sounds like we're both having like a little bit of a cold situation. It's not I a gotta cold. say, I think I'm just like I don't know. You know, well, you sometimes you like ten times. <laughs> but it's not. I know. I'm just like I. I'm like making. I'm always like. I always make sure. Like I'm the anti. Like. I hate like boogers, so I'm making sure like there's no like I'm literally making sure there's like no boogers in my nose. That's like what I'm doing. Oh, so that's okay, what I'm that's sniffing. cute. Yeah, yeah. think is it tell cute? The, tell the listeners about your boogers, please. That's what I'm doing. How was your weekend? <laughs> my weekend was great. You know, I had a nice, uh, pretty relaxing weekend, um, and here we are with another episode of Salt Lake City. I wasn't on the podcast last Monday to talk about Salt Lake City, so I feel like it's been it's been a minute. I I had to like drop back into you know <laughs> what's going on with our ladies. <laughs> yes. Did you watch you watched it though, your like last week's episode, obviously. Yeah, I, I watched it like a little I watched it like a few days late, but yeah, obviously, yes, I'm I am now caught up. <laughs> Actually sometimes ready. it's better to miss the uh, miss like one episode and then watch like two in a row. It's like yeah, More I info. did. I, I didn't quite do two in a row, but I watched it like you know on Friday or Saturday, and then the new one last night, obviously. Um, and you know things are happening quickly because now that we're back from Vale, Jen is you know back to filming with the other women. This week we only see her with Heather, but um, it is awkward. It is strange <laughs> to see her, you know. It's like halfway pretending that nothing is wrong, but then also every time she's in a scene, she has to like address the situation. And I gotta say, watching her at lunch with Heather, who was allegedly the only one who would pick up the phone for Jen, and so they're at lunch together, and Jen is like, it's kind of hard to watch because she's immediately talking about how she's innocent. The government has no evidence. She thought she was being kidnapped when the arrest happened. Like, it feels like Jen has been sitting at home waiting for, like, how quick can I get on camera and explain my side of the story? Yeah, it's a little bit of a mix of I should not go back on this show slash I need a paycheck. 
like it's that I can feel that through the screen where because you don't know what to say and what not to say yet. Like it's really weird and uncomfortable. And also you don't know what questions you can. You can even hear her stutter over her words a little bit in the conversation with Heather. Like she was like, oh, I mean, like she didn't know like what to say. But also she got a new number and a new phone. So I kind of don't blame the women because a lot of people don't answer the phones if they don't know the number. Yet she did text them and say, hey, it's Jen. This is my new number. Well, that's true. But also, like, if I were in Meredith or Lisa's shoes, it's like, yeah, I'm not that eager to pick up the phone for Jen Shaw. Like, there's no thanks. It's not just a matter of, you know, do I know who the number is? And, you know, do I know Jen? It's like, yeah, maybe... Maybe we need a little bit of distance right now. And I, I have to say, like, when she was talking about, um, you know, the the authorities going to her house and, you know, with her sons and holding them at gunpoint, I I totally sympathized with her for on that part because it was really scary. We talked about how we didn't really even like that Bravo showed us right. that footage because it was kind of just unsettling and unnecessary. And... I totally understand why Jen feels so strongly about that. But then she brings it right back to, and just look at what the government can do to you with no evidence and no proof. And it's like, that's literally, you're literally just lying. Even if you say you are, like, her maintaining her innocence is one thing, but to say that the government has no evidence, it's like, that's, we've seen, like, it's just false. It's totally false. Yeah, and that's why they arrested you. Like, because they have the information that, like, they needed to go after you. But she's right. basically, and then she's saying her and Stu, like, she does it. When she saw him, she was like, what? Oh, my God. And I was like, damn, you, maybe you are a good actress. I don't know. But it's funny because then you hear have people like Heather, who is, like, her friend, is, like, giving this information to the camera. She's like, Stu is Jen's number one guy. Like, they do everything together. They know everything. I'm like, Heather, shut up. Like, stop saying things to the camera. Well, Well, that's the thing. Like, the entire time this show has been on, we've always been told and shown how Stu is, like, her right-hand man. She can't do anything without him. Even just a few episodes ago, which now the timing is really delicious, she and Stu are having this conversation about how, you know, they've always been in it together and, you know, they've sacrificed and time with their families and all of this stuff. And it's like, you can't have it both ways. Like, it's one thing I don't blame her. You know, she has pled not guilty, you know, she's going to trial, you're innocent until proven guilty, all that stuff. Like, I don't blame her for claiming that she's innocent, because that, I think, is pretty normal. But she is contradicting stuff that she has told us and shown us in the last two seasons on this show. And it's like, you don't all of a sudden get to say that you don't really know Stu that well when you have been talking about how he's like, you're everything for a year and a half on TV. And so I think that's kind of where, you know... Uh, most of us probably already think that she's guilty, but I think she's sort of losing out on any chance to kind of save face because she's going so hard in the opposite direction of like, this is bullshit. I, you know, there's absolutely nothing to this. And it's like, okay, well, you know, then you're looking at the, you know, the 
federal court and we know that they have this high conviction rate and they don't bring, you know, all the legal experts are saying how they don't bring charges in this court unless they're like have a lot, a lot of evidence. And so I just think, I think she would be, she would make herself look a little bit better if she was just kind of like playing it cool more right now versus going going off in the opposite direction of like fuck this fuck that i don't this there's this is ridiculous it's like just take a breath and you know you be emotional like it makes sense for her to be emotional something crazy is happening but like i don't know it's tough it's tough when her and heather hugged at lunch and heather <laughs> i don't know if it was like self-consciously she was almost like patting her down like Heather literally went to like the butt and back up she's like oh fur and she like patted her down I was like Heather she's not wearing a wire don't don't you worry fuzzy coats fuzzy (laughs) it's very fuzzy let me get this part um (laughs) oh my god yeah I um I don't know wants apologies from the other women that seemed yeah, random. That's going to be a tough one. She, so Heather tells her how Meredith and Lisa were reacting after the arrest news came through. And, you know, I, uh, to Jen's credit, you know, Lisa and Meredith are not being very supportive of her right now. And I think they are, I think they are warranted in making that decision. But also, I think Jen is allowed to be frustrated by that. Um, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like, you know, when you're getting arrested and indicted and charged with all of this stuff and might go to prison, I don't think it's ne- somebody's not necessarily a fair weather friend because they are a little apprehensive about staying friends with you. Like, this isn't just, you know, Heather is talking about comparing it to, you know, when I went through my divorce, there were people that blah, 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 blah. And I think Heather obviously was greatly impacted by what she went through with her divorce. But getting divorced is not the same thing as getting indicted on fraud charges. And I think that Heather Heather needs to kind of compartmentalize a little bit more where it's like, you, you went through a tough time with your divorce. Jen's going through a tough time right now. But those tough times are not the same and they're not equal. And like Jen, you know, assuming that she is guilty allegedly she brought this on herself the government is not doing anything to her they are holding her accountable for her own alleged actions that's the best part about this where she's like how could they do this like there's how there's crime all of a sudden you did it like you they they didn't just like close their eyes and pick someone like you did what you're being right as if the department of justice (laughs) is like honestly jen shaw seems like kind of a bitch Um, I also don't uh, understand how, and listen, she could be telling the truth with this. I personally do not believe that the phone call she got was not her. I think that is all bullshit. Yeah. that I mean, that's the whole thing where it's like, I don't even feel like, you know how sometimes things happen on shows like this that are so, you know, we're never going to have the, the. A hundred percent correct. You mean everything that happens on these shows? So I'm almost like that's a a thing where it's almost like I don't care what she says about the phone call. At the end of the day, we know what happened ten minutes later. So the specifics of who called her, I would like to know. But at the same time, I'm like, whatever she says, I'm I don't know if I'm going to believe it. 
I feel like we've all had that moment where you're at somebody's wedding and you're looking around the food, the venue, the music, the overall vibe. And you're making like that mental checklist of if I were planning a wedding right now, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. What would I want to copy from this? What would I want to change? What would I want to tweak? Well, I've been a part of my fair share of weddings over the years, and I know just how stressful the process can be. You go from that newly engaged bliss to overwhelmed by invitation paper and flower colors in the blink of an eye. But using Zola helps with wedding planning from start to finish and makes every decision easier so you can stay in your bliss. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake, Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and even maybe enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Zola helps couples plan the wedding they really want with tons of unique features and personalized recommendations based on a couple's preferences. Every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. Can we talk about Mary's Closet organization? And just um, while we're on it, because I think this might be the only time we talk about Mary, because another episode she's not in that much. We got to talk about this little apology that she uh, posted yesterday. Well, which for, it, oh lord, I yeah, sure, go. That is, it's one of the most baffling things I can recall because it's this apology. If you haven't seen it, go. It's posted on um, Bravo by Betcha's Instagram. It looks like a poorly designed. Wedding um, invitation? Like baby shower invitation <laughs> with alternating fonts between this like little cursive font and this all caps block font on each line. And she's addressing the comment she made last episode to Lisa about the Mexicans that make the drugs and, you know, that whole alarming thing that she said. And it's just, I don't. Why I, the fonts? Li- like, what's the to get Why people's mind off of I what you were saying. Sorry. She said, I love you all. Hashtag apology. I truly think Mary, and I, it, it sounds like I'm making an excuse for her and I don't mean to, but it's like she lives in a different world than the rest of us. Mm-hmm. And I don't know exactly where that world is or how that was constructed, but it, it is, it's like jarring because I truly think she just 
is like incapable of getting how normal people are. She even like said, she said it a few times, but again, last night where she was like, spent so much time not talking to people that she like started to talk to things in her closet. And like, at one point, I don't think that's a joke. Like she's actually like being serious. Like it's a, like she has taken a step back from social cues. And I think if we didn't, if Mary wasn't, you know, as sketchy and problematic as we know her to be, I think that would be really sad. And it's, I mean, it still is kind of like sad to a degree, but, you know, instead of feeling bad for her, I almost feel like this woman is so out of touch. Like she has spent so much time not living in the real world that like you can't function like that. There's like, you have to be, even if you're not reading the news every day and doing all of this stuff, it's like, I truly don't think she has like any frame of reference for like the real world. And so sometimes when she comes into this group, even though, you know, you could argue that most housewives don't really live in the real world. Like even when she's interacting with somebody like, like Heather or Whitney, it's like, who is this woman? It's so strange. I know. I actually thoroughly enjoy talking to Chris about Mary because he really lets <laughs> all of his opinions out. But she said last night, I the more things I have, the bigger my heart. That doesn't even make sense because that means you you're literally just giving away the things that you have, but not to be nice, it's almost like uncomfortable. Why are yeah. you giving out the expensive things you're buying because they're not you're oh, not yeah, buying we, them for people you're just like kind of looking at what you have and then like figuring out who you can give that to right okay so last week's episode obviously i wasn't here i watched the episode a little bit late so i was seeing people post about the gifts that she gave and i was like oh damn she went to the store and spent all this money and then watching the episode it's like that's not that doesn't count you literally were just in your room and we're like uh what can i give to meredith uh here, take this. What can I give to Lisa? Uh, here, take these shoes. Like, that's not even... I mean, it's nice to give to give your nice things to people, but that's not the same as, like, I got you this gift. Right, like, I picked this out for you because you would like it, as opposed to, I grabbed these on my way out because they wouldn't fit in my luggage. That's not... <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it's... She also told the closet organizer, like, Take whatever, just if you see something you want, just like take it. Like, Mary, no, that's stealing also. It's like, so and strange. Then who are you going to turn around and be like, did you take my Chanel bag? Like, I don't know. It's just her closet has so much potential to like what could be done with it. <laughs> now, I said this last season. I was like, please let me. I just want to organize Mary's closet. Right. Like this girl, I want to see the before and after. But the key to organization is keeping it that way. So I feel like she has to have all... She likes looking at her stuff. She said it's like she likes seeing her nice things, but but she needs to, it needs to be organized. I'm so glad she took that next step. I really am. The mannequin heads need to go. Congratulations, Mary. They need to go. Um, yeah. Well, let's see if she sticks with it. And also, true. is that her st- like what's happening here with her? I know she doesn't leave the closet this episode, but yeah. Next week, um, we also have Whitney is rebranding her. Uh, skincare line to Wild Rose Beauty, and it's a very costly rebrand. Um, and I think, you know, she and Justin are, you know, having a little bit of a rough patch because she's basically springing on him that they're like 
going to have to spend all their savings and it's going to be another $250,000 and, you know, they might have to take out a loan and all of this stuff. And I just don't understand why people on these shows are, like, so, like, bad at handling these money things. She literally said, I'm not good at money. <coughs> like, I'm not good at money. Like, that. Like I... I get that she like admits that, but that's a really big problem when you're starting a business. Also, during this conversation, she's wearing a hat and shirt that says Iris and Bo. And at the $20,000 photo shoot, everything there is Iris and Bo. And Jenny was, there's no product. Like, so what was the photo shoot? It was just like for you. It was of you holding like flowers. Well, that was strange. She's like, I'm having my brand ambassadors be the models. And it's like, but what are they model? Like, are you modeling the fact that they have nice skin because they use your products? Because that's not like just taking lifestyle photos of, of good looking people isn't the same as like a skincare line photo shoot. And I don't, you know, she said she spent $20,000 on the photo shoot and I don't disagree with Jenny that it seems like that money could be better spent. And like, she's not really, you know, She's missing some, you know, she's not checking all the boxes in a way that is going to get this done quickly and for, you know, a cost effective way. Right. And I get Justin's perspective where he was like, um, based on our eight, like he basically he was basically saying like he's going to go first. And so he needs to make sure that yeah. all of his kids are OK and that she's OK. And if they legitimately at this point don't have a savings, like that's a problem. Huge. Right. And if they're getting loans that are going to take them X amount of years to pay off, Justin's going to be retired. You know, like there's, you have to, if you're doing these like long term financial solutions, um, Tom Schwartz should be listening and taking notes I was right just now. going to say, they should you have, have a meeting. Be, <laughs> you, yeah. I mean, you, do, you really have to think about the ramifications. Are you like refinancing your home? Are you taking out lines of credit and like all of this stuff? Like it obviously, there can be big returns on investment. Like maybe she's going to spend all this money and then Wild Rose Beauty is going to blow up and she's going to be a billionaire. You never know. But Here's like, hoping. you're really taking a gamble. And I think Justin was totally justified to feel like, why wasn't this run by me before it was the only option? Right. And listen to our Money Please podcast, because we have no idea what oh, true. we're talking yeah, about, no, about loans Berna and finances. More than I know. I'm, like, I'm acting as if I know what any of this means. Um, we no, just but say I, all the finance words, and we're like, home equity, loan, I'm really, money. I'm really just like their daughter, Bobby, who wants to eat her Chipotle in the kitchen and eavesdrop. They're like, Bobby, go, sh- to- go take a shower. I was like, oh. <laughs> yes. I love that it's not just like, can you go upstairs? It's like, go take a shower. <laughs> so, you know? my God. And she didn't even finish her bowl. It was sad. I know. Poor, like Poor kid. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's, that's so rude. I, I did love you making dinner. I made Chipotle. <laughs> I made Chipotle. Wait, side note. I know we're going to talk about this um, Cameron after, but I sure. did not know that he died. Oh, he did. So Lisa was on Watch Happens Live last night. It was cringe, by the way. And she mentioned that he died and that she he's really set. It's really sensitive to talk about, which like I get that's very Ooh. upsetting. Like they were friends, but I had no idea. Oh, I didn't know that either. And he's he's becoming such a topic of conversation. I know. Very sad. Very sad. I, I will say I just watched the beginning of Watch What Happens Live and I was sad because I thought Andy said Jennifer Lewis and I was excited, no. but it was Jeff <laughs> Lewis. And I'm like, oh, fuck. 
I'm not a Jeff Lewis fan, gotta say. They didn't vibe. They did not vibe. Well, I feel like Lisa, every time she's on Watch What Happens Live, God love her, but she treats it like a networking event. No she's joke, like, I'm she, telling you. She's it's like, yeah, Jeff, okay, so when it's the commercial break, we're going to talk about who we both know, and you're going to come to Utah and do a tequila event, right? I said this last time she was on it, like, I, I, she's awkward on the show, but Who whatever. doesn't love, you do flowers, I do tequila, flowers, tequila, <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> she looked like great she's, though she's like jeff you're gonna come to the flowers at sundance this year when andy asks her a question i always hate when he knows that they're like bullshitting and just making up a story mm-hmm. because he just like stares them and she did that last night like a lot even jeff lewis like sat there she was just kind of beating yeah. around the bush and it was but anyway i do feel for these guests sometimes when they're coming on during their season yep. and there's like such major drama happening that it's like Lisa can't just spill all the beans about Jen because we still have seven episodes left. Exactly. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. Speaking of Lisa, let's talk about Lisa and Meredith's little stable day. Because <laughs> Lisa loves riding, which love to love a horse girl. Her hair <laughs> looked fabulous. I her hair looked better. Meredith's was a little um, the like well, messy, well, yeah, the messy braid, but also like a full smoky eye. I'm like, where are we right now? Like, what's also, the vibe? Also, the light was hitting her hair weird, so like the coloring <laughs> looked off. I was like, oh my god, her ma- yeah, it just like I think it was the lighting of the stables, <laughs> but everything's it, fine. <laughs> it looked good with like a ring light, but then when she was in like direct sunlight, it was like this is a lot. <laughs> You know, that's styling for a horseback riding day is very, (laughs) very tricky. Lisa Vanderpump would know. Um, But so Lisa and Meredith are kind of debriefing after being back from Vail. It's probably, it feels like it's been like 
at least several days since they got back from their trip in this episode. Yeah. Like, a li- maybe a week has passed. Um, But so Meredith is sort of frustrated on two fronts because she's mad that it took so long for people to believe her about Jen. Because, you know, this whole the whole beginning of the season, Lisa was like, please give Jen a chance. Like, Jen's great. She didn't mean anything about Brooks. Blah, 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 blah. And Meredith was like, I don't trust this bitch. And then Meredith is also angry about the way the Mary conversation went down because for whatever reason, Meredith still feels extremely loyal to Mary and everybody else in the cast is on a varying level of thinking Mary is like a scammer. And so it's, it's interesting that Meredith is kind of on opposite ends with these, with Jen and Mary, where it's like, I was the first one not to trust Jen and you should have been quicker. And then I'm the last one left that trusts Mary and shame on all of you for treating her this way. It's weird. Meredith is like, you don't have to listen to me, even though she basically is like, but I know what I'm talking about. But she's like, now that everything I was saying is true, she's like, and you still aren't like listening. Like, it's weird. So now I feel like that's affecting Meredith trusting the other women, too, because she's like, why do I need friends who don't like aren't agreeing with me or listening to me? And she's the most level headed Meredith. She is level headed, but also she's level headed. She's level headed, but it feels like she's being almost a little bit of a hypocrite with Mary after the way that she talked about Jen. Whereas, like, you have Lisa's being like, well, I'm asking more questions about Mary because we trusted Jen and then she fucked us over. So I don't know. I mean, I feel like they're are they're just kind of on different pages, but at the end of the day, it's like the truth is going to come out, you know? I feel like obviously it already happened with Jen, and I think with Mary, there is enough information online. Clearly they're talking to Cameron and maybe other people that have personal experience with Mary. Like, I sort of feel like with Mary and her kind of whatever she has going on, the train has left the station. It's just a question of, like, how how much speed is it going to pick up when is it going to arrive? But it sort of feels like it's already been set in motion. That reminds me of that like math word problem when we were younger. When yeah, it was like, if two if trains tra- leave the station at the same time and one goes 80 and one goes 160, who's getting there first? If Mary's mannequin head leaves Boston <laughs> traveling 400 miles an hour and, Je- <laughs> and, and the Shaw Squad leaves Los Angeles traveling at 200 miles an hour, where will they meet? And will it be Salt Lake City, Utah? Here's the thing, though, about like, we also obviously know where like Heather Dubrow's money comes from. OK, not all of it, et cetera. But we've known she's had this lifestyle forever and it's like organized, whatever. And I yeah. even said this last week, I wouldn't show. I don't know. I'm hesitant to show. But like. Mary, you take one look at Mary's closet and you're like, um, what is everything doing here? Yeah. Like, I wouldn't show, I don't know. Like, if I guess maybe she really doesn't think she's doing anything wrong. Like, not that you should ever question, like, where people's, but that's what happened with Jen. Like, look at and look, it, well, everyone was right. And it's almost with Mary, it's a little bit more strange to me because. You know, she says, I've always had money. I came from money, all this stuff. She inherited money. But it's like, right. all of that money is theoretically still coming from the church or like church-related businesses. And I feel like that is more of a red flag than somebody like Jen, 
who had, you know, kind of a business that we didn't really understand, but it was like, it's a business. Okay, sure. I believe there are a lot of businesses that are lucrative that I don't understand. Um, And so with Mary, it's like, she's like, you know, I've always had this money and it's like, okay, but you are the pastor of a church and there are people saying they have these bad experiences at your church. And it is like, it's hard to compute. And there have been other high profile, you know, pastors and ministers and stuff who have gone to prison for like taking money from their people. Like it's not something, it's something that we have like a, what's a precedent. We have a precedent of like, shady religious leaders stealing Uh money and Mary kind of fits that mold. And maybe there's, maybe there's some misconception with her, but it's not hard to be like, this seems scammy. I don't. Right. And like exactly what you said, she does come from money. She has, but it's just, it doesn't look good. It's not painting a good picture, but it is funny. It will be funny if her castmates are the ones that like implode her. Like yeah, and <laughs> we're we're get, we're flying a little closer to the sun because Whitney talks to Heather and says that she spoke to Cameron and basically was like, "Tell me everything you told Lisa." She and got his number from Angie. From Angie Harrington. I was um, like, oh. I know. I love. It's all. There are like six people in Utah, and they're all on this show in some <laughs> way, shape, or form. Um, but so now. Whitney is being coy about revealing this information, but she's basically saying, now that I have the information, I can tell Lisa, I know the information, so I know what you're, what you're withholding, so why are you not sharing the whole truth that you know? Because Lisa has been, I think this was what was frustrating on that last night in Vail, was that it's like, you're basically you're hinting at how you have all this information, but you won't just come out and say it. And it's like, what's your reasoning for not saying it? Because if you didn't want to bring it up, then you should have not brought it up in the first place. But we always hate on these shows when people do that halfway thing where they're like, guys, I know something about Mary. And then it's like, okay, what do you know? And it's like, I shouldn't, I can't, I don't know. And it's like, (laughs) you just... You just said that. You, you said on. that also because you want you want people to know what you know, right? It's like you want the you want the attention, but you don't want to be the bad guy. And it's kind of like what Shannon was doing with that um, Nicole thing, where it was like, where it was like, wait. I there's this lawsuit, but don't tell Heather. Wait, she what did Heather say? You know, don't shoot the messenger. Shoot the messenger. That, well, I say shoot the messenger because if it's not in my world, I don't. It doesn't affect me. And I think Lisa is experiencing a little bit of that where she she wants to be she wants to get like credit on her housewife's resume for bringing this up, but in the moment she doesn't want to be like the villain. And I think but at the end of the day, it's like Mary's the villain. J- just because Mary just because Mary is the one who acts offended when you bring it up in in life, Mary's the villain. Correct. Dylan, it's exactly what we said last week too. What what with Lisa, where she like Whitney brought up her name after she brought up the situation, and Lisa goes, "What what's happening right here? What's happening?" Because she like dropped the seed and didn't want to be part of it. Exactly. So like, it sucks because I I've said like as much as I want to like believe Lisa or whatever, she's not painting a good picture, and like it keeps happening. So. 
I feel bad if she is, in fact, like telling the truth and not part of it. But it's not I, I can't like believe it. I right will now. say, though, I will say, though, I tried counting Lisa Barlow's last <laughs> night and I slept like a fucking baby. Oh, you one Lisa Barlow, did. two Lisa Barlow. She was like, <laughs> everyone needs that confidence. No joke. Like she, everyone. She is one of those people where I truly think whether you love her, hate her, she is so fascinating and she is inc- just born to be on reality TV because every single thing that comes out of her mouth is like, what? <laughs> she is a, I don't, I'm, she's, I don't want to put her as equivalent because she's not as bad, but she like is almost like a Brandy Glanville, if I say that. Like, she, oh. we need that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, think, that type of housewife. We need it. I think she has her shit together more than Brandy ever her, did. Yes. But yes, she yes. has a similarly, I think she can be, like, delusional in a similar way to Brandy about, like, the way, the uh, the way, like, people work i don't know because <laughs> like yes. Bra- like brandy always was kind of like tragic and i think lisa is like at least w- as far as we know like basically has her like life shit together but the way she interacts with people in her friendships her, yes, is kind totally. of like yeah because remember this was so long ago now when we interviewed brandy glenville and she sat across oh in her God. living room like on the other oh side God. of the room in a robe and we were like we can't even see you and she was like hey guys <laughs> no joke i think there's video of it somewhere on our instagram she's out like 10 feet away from the camera and it's like <laughs> we're all on zoom like you're sitting at your computer I, and yeah. she's like she's like lounging on a couch i love it though. it's a good time brandy yes. a brand we got little glimpses brandy tamra and vicky all posted photos um doing their confessionals for girls trip so yeah, it's brandy happening had notes <laughs> <laughs> like blown up notes. I don't know oh for like she brought them with her. I don't know. I, that you gotta, is going to be very good television. Brandy told a story on her podcast, which I don't listen to, but somebody posted a clip of it. Of she told a story on her podcast that she had to be physically restrained from getting physical with someone at one point. <laughs> I think like I think she said Phaedra held her back, oh. which. So I was talking about that everyone I've been talking to who has watched Girls Trip or they've like, have you watched Girls Trip? Like everyone collectively has loved, really enjoyed the show. Yeah. And I think this one was set up perfectly to like bring us in to yes. like this upcoming trip because it it's like they did the OGs and they're going with the wild child. It's like that's what I just Season I'm calling one- it. Season one is like fun vacation movie. Season two is like horror movie in the woods. <laughs> like the Blair Witch and, Project. And I'm ready. Yeah, it's like cabin in the woods, house on the end of the street. Like it's happening. Um. Okay, wait. Also, there's been something I've been thinking about for weeks um, okay. that I wanted to share. So remember sure. when we interviewed Andrea and he couldn't tell us about what was yeah. happening with pa- and remember then the next episode I was like Dylan he said something was going to happen and it's the finale and nothing happened oh, with, Paige, with Paige and Craig with Paige and Craig 
So at that time, he couldn't tell us that he was going to be on Summer House. I like did this investigation in in my head. He couldn't tell us that he was going to be on Summer House at that during our interview. So what he was referring to is that more things were coming in the next season of the three of them being on the same show. Because when the Summer House trailer dropped this week. You see Paige saying, like, I like in Andrea, but I also like Craig. So, like, that's what he was referring to. And I just feel so good that I solved that for myself. <laughs> I feel good about that, too. I'm I'm glad Andrea's coming back. I think Me he too. was, you know, he's the only Winterhouse newbie who's going to be on Summer House. And I think that makes sense. I could have seen them bringing, like, Jason or Julia, but I don't think anybody else besides Andrea was really necessary. Um, if I were they, the new people on Winter House, I'd be a little offended that I was an ass and they brought two new people on Summer House. I know. It's like they they got six episodes once and then it's just, like, probably never happening again. Yeah. But it is what it is. I mean... Reality TV for wh- you. Once upon a time, Larsa Pippen was only on six episodes of a Housewives <laughs> show and then didn't come back. And look at her now. So thriving. Back on Miami starts this week. Oh, my God. So exciting. Housewives in the islands, except... Star Island. <laughs> Star Island. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, my God. It's going to be so good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well... Clearly, so much exciting stuff happening this week. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show so you don't miss an episode. And just be cool. Don't be all, like, uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales-Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a Wildberry Splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.